What if your life was a dance? What if you could learn to perform it with grace and power? My name is Tudor Alexander, and I want to be your partner as we choreograph the dance of life. Join me as we share in some of the most meaningful life lessons and strategies that I've discovered in my career as a professional athlete and entrepreneur. We'll talk business, transformation, gratitude, and everything in between as we dance our way through life. Together, we'll learn and navigate life's changes and dance to whatever the music is playing. Are you ready? It's time for the dance of life. Welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome back to the podcast, Dance of Life with Tudor Alexander, your host. That's me. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've got an exciting idea to share with you. It is something that I'll be writing about in my book, talking about a lot. Um, and really, it's I, I think it's a, a powerful way to to really bring some purpose and to, to categorize these different changes that go on in our life. You know, my book is going to be about navigating life's changes with grace and power and what that means is that we all go through these predictable events, these predictable predictable life changes that will uh, bring about some kind of alchemical transformation in us. And my theory, my, my whole shtick with this, is that there are four, four catalysts of change. There I call them. There are four main situations that are inevitable in your life. And each of them has a particular purpose in your life, you know, they, they are inevitable and they are there for a reason to elicit, to bring out certain aspects of your personality that need to be developed for your greatest good. I really believe that. So in the sense that, you know, you've heard probably that your wounds are your greatest gifts. And what that means is that your traumas, the things that you have to overcome, the, the challenges, those turn into the place that you can contribute the most from. You know, the things that you overcome, they're real for you. So when you talk about them to other people, when you share about them, when you create, when you do a work from those places, uh, that is what's real. And, and that's what you can give the most to people. Uh, in my own life, I've had to deal with a lot of different changes, very significant changes. And uh, I have realized that that was one of the main things that I have been able to to do is to navigate changes and stay creative, stay focused on my goals, stay moving forward, keep dancing, you know, doing something that I love. And that's where the whole book Dance Your Way Through Life came about. That's why the whole idea is really being able to dance your way through these situations that, that are happening. And and we all have to go through them. Again, they're they're universal life changes. And you will go through one of them more than the others usually. What I've found is that everybody has all of them that we go through, but generally speaking, especially based on your personality type, again, if you believe in duality, if you've listened to this podcast, you heard me talk about the opposite instinct, you know, this idea that we have an inherent nature that's a dominant nature, that's it's a way of being. And as a result, there's there's a as a opposite, there's an opposite instinct to us. And if you listen to episode, I believe, 106, where I talk about the mold idea, I really go into this a little more detail. But this is kind of connected to that because I brought up the, the catalyst of change. And they're, they're kind of connected because, you know, what your inherent nature is, which is your natural way of being, it will inevitably run you into one of these catalysts sooner or later. 
based on how you act and you behave in the world. For example, you know, the, let's just list out the catalysts. So the four catalysts of change, dun, 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 here they are. They are, first is betrayal. The second is burnout. The third is stagnation, which is basically, you know, stagnant, like not moving. And the fourth is loss. You have betrayal, burnout, stagnation, and loss. You have four of those events. And they are each profiled to the type of person you are. You know, for example, let's say you are by nature more laid back, you know, more complacent, whatever, like you, you naturally do not really take action. Like you're much more, you know, easygoing. You're not type A, you're just kind of go with the flow. Let's put it that way. Nothing wrong with that. A lot of value in that for sure. But where you'll have a problem is if let's say you want to have a business, you want to have, you want to be more productive, you want to make more money, you want to afford something new. You'll have to eventually learn to be more independent, to create some income for yourself, to to take more action, to do the opposite of what doesn't come naturally to you. How are you going to learn about that? Well, it's not something you want to do naturally, right? Like if it's something opposite to you, it's not necessarily rewarding right away. So it's not going to be that you naturally do that, but something will push you to learning about the opposite. And that's where these catalysts of change come in, because eventually all things that are imbalanced resolve themselves. There's, there's, a, there's a harmony to the universe that brings everything to, to even out over time. So if you're somebody that doesn't take action or struggles with you know, initiative, those kinds of things, or finishing things that you start, well, one of the catalysts of change that will apply to you is stagnation. Stagnation is like when you have a stagnant pool of water. It's not flowing. It's not connected to any flowing water. It just gets stagnant. It's not moving. It starts developing bacteria. It gets, you know, spoiled, whatever, stagnant. It gets stagnation. So stagnation is what happens to us when we have a deficiency of action. It's a deficiency of action. What does that mean? It means we're not taking enough action in our life. So eventually you're going to grow stagnant, whether that stagnation manifests in frustration, in boredom, you know, uh, in, in anger, in whatever, in a whole new purpose. But basically stagnation is designed to elicit courage, is designed to elicit that initiative in you, in your life. So again, everybody has one or you know, two at most that you're going to experience more of, but stagnation is an example of how your natural inclination to be one way will eventually lead you to burn out on that, on that way of being. You know, if you take too much action, that's the opposite of stagnation. That's going to lead you to burnout, right? If you're Mr. Go-Getter, Mrs. Go-Getter, and you're doing action, action, action all the time without being go with the flow, without being a little more laid back, you will get burned out. You know, there's many ways that burnout can manifest, whether that's through your health, that's through, you know, uh, your finances, you can get burned out, you know, but that's a reflection of too much action in one direction. Now, in life, you know, there, like there's a big, right now, for example, with the medical field, burnout is a huge problem. And we look at burnout and we kind of have this negative connotation to it. But again, all these catalysts of change are there. You got to look past the the negative aspect of that change and look to 
the positive aspect of what it's there to bring you. What gift does it have? And in nature, you know, when you're lifting weights, your muscles burn out because it's a signal that, okay, I'm good. Like I've reached my, my fatigue. Now it's time to grow. Like I, you need burnout to grow your muscles, to get stronger. It's there to protect you. You know, it's a natural system. If you didn't have burnout, you would tear your muscles and you would just keep going like a robot. If you didn't have nerves that signal pain or, you know, your muscles stop contracting, you would tear a muscle and you would you would just do that forever until you died. So burnout is important. It's, it's important. These are all feedback loops. They're all feedback mechanisms, you know, to give you feedback about something. With burnout, for example, you know, we learn the value of stillness and and of going slow, of paying attention, of stopping, of listening, you know, all these things that are more passive that are very, very important. I've been through a lot of situations and burnout for me has been very much a, a big factor in, in my life lessons because I tend to be more of the initiative type. I tend to be the the more that it goes too much, too forward. You know, so I've had a lot of times where I've burned out in my health, you know, from all the stress, burned out in my finances, burned out from taking too much action right away, you know. So I've been there and it's it's really taught me the value of going slow, going with the process, you know, finding stillness taking time off, you know, it's a big one. I still have, I still have trouble with this. You know, ultimately I like being productive. I'm a workaholic sometimes, maybe most of the time. If you can relate to that, you know how valuable it is to take regular time off and to like, I have to force myself like, okay, go for a walk or whatever. If I'm sitting down the computer too much, especially over the holidays, like I sat down quite a bit because I took a break from dancing, from competing, from everything, you know, just to get all my branding and sort of, I would work like 12, 13, 14 hours a day at the computer and it was terrible. I hadn't done that for a long time. And so I had to force myself like, okay, go on a bike ride, go take a walk, you know, go to see the movies by yourself, whatever, like get out there and forget work for a second so you don't burn out, you know? So they all are there to elicit something. Stagnation is there to elicit courage. You know, so if you have a problem taking initiative, you will eventually become stagnant and it will force you to be courageous. You'll have to take action. Eventually life will force you. Circumstances will change around you so much so that they will push you into action. You know, I'll give you an example in my life. I worked for a company for seven years before I got fired basically and, you know, got into self-employment and all that stuff. And I probably could have left that place much earlier, you know, but I, you know, there's a lot of reasons why we're stagnant, why we don't take action. Sometimes it's because of what I call the big four, which is the big four emotions like shame, guilt, doubt, or fear. You know, we don't take action because we're afraid of X, Y, Z, or I'm ashamed to let somebody down, my boss down. I feel guilty because if I don't have a job, then I don't have my kids, I can't support them. Or I doubt myself that I have, you know, the, the skills to be successful on my own or the skills to find another job, whatever. You know, so these limiting beliefs, they keep us choosing what's comfortable. And when you choose what's comfortable for a long period of time, you will grow stagnant. And that's what happened to me, you know, and it, eventually it got very, unfortunately, very toxic and, and just not a productive situation, you know, and I, I, it was my initiative. I should have taken initiative sooner, but you know, I did eventually. And that's because circumstances push me 
I, I couldn't take it anymore. I wanted to move forward in my life. And that's something that, you know, everybody has to go through. You know, had I maybe taken more initiative, who knows, maybe life would have turned out much different. And this was, I needed to be there for a certain amount of time and go through certain experiences. So it's not so much that it's bad that you are experiencing stagnation or it's bad that you're experiencing burnout. Those are all gifts. Remember, all of these catalysts of change are gifts. It's not, they're not bad. They're there to teach you about something. So whichever one happens to be in your life is there to give you a particular gift. For me, the stagnation with my old job was to give me the courage to, you know, move forward towards what I wanted. That was, that took courage. It was, trust me, it was very difficult. And I know for sure anybody who's in a similar position, courage is a, is a big, you know, thing that you have to work through to get the courage to do that. When I was burned out, it was there to teach me to go slow and to find stillness and to not use my emotions so quickly on situations. You know, and you've got the other two as well. You've got betrayal and you've got loss. Betrayal is, you know, so if you think of stagnation and burnout as more process related and meaning like over time, betrayal and loss are like instances of time. It's, It's all about time. So burnout is too much action over a period of time. Stagnation is not enough action over a period of time. Betrayal, go back to action. Betrayal is too much action in, you know, one direction in the sense of trust, you know, so I I trust too much, right? And then I, I get betrayed in some way. Now, this, this is a very wide ranging umbrella. Like you could be a kid and running down the kitchen floor and you are having a great time and you trust that the world is kind and friendly and then you slip and you you know, hit your head and then you don't want to run ever until you're like 18 anymore. You know, so that's, that's a betrayal. The floor betrayed you because you trusted, you went too far forward with your trust and then it didn't return, you know, what, uh, what was there for you. So that is a great example of the things that happen in our lives because and there's nothing wrong with trust. Ultimately, that's the only way you can live your life. But betrayal teaches you two things. It teaches you forgiveness, number one, because when something happens that breaks your trust, whether it's with a person, with a situation, you have to, you can't live with the resentment and the negativity of that situation. You're punishing yourself. You know, there's an old quote, about Buddha going to a village and some guy like cussing him out and, you know, whatever else. And Buddha told him, you know, why are you poisoning yourself with your own hatred? Basically, it's like hating somebody is like drinking the poison and hoping that it'll kill them. You know, so that's the same thing with betrayal. When we lose trust, we tend to put in its place resentment and cynicism and all this other stuff. And all that does is it hurts you, you know, so that's where forgiveness is revealed to us through betrayal, you know, and that's not easy. It's, and it's, I've written about it. I'm planning on writing a lot more about it. I got a couple things coming out in the future, but forgiveness is something that I have had to experience and work on a lot with a lot of different people in my life, with a lot of situations. You have to forgive yourself. That's the number one. You have to forgive yourself, you know, uh, about the things that, that you've done, that you've made mistakes on. You have to forgive yourself. If you can forgive yourself, you can forgive other people, you know, because then you can see that everybody's the same. Everybody's human. 
And when you understand that, it's a lot easier to forgive. You know, betrayal is there to evoke and to challenge your trust. But trust is the only way to live. Betrayal is there to tell you, hey, are you sure you really know how to trust? Because trusting without any challenge is easy. Trusting and being vulnerable, even though you've been hurt, that is really the measure of love and of, of trust right there. The other thing betrayal is there for, obviously, is to teach you about assertiveness. You know, betrayal is there because we went too far forward with something. And sometimes you can't do anything about those betrayals. And sometimes you look back and say, man, ugh, I was really stupid. I should have done something different or I should have, you know, done this, done that. You know, and it makes you more assertive. You know, especially if you're naive with, with business, with people, with love, whatever, it makes you more assertive. And assertiveness is very useful. It is the balancing act to trust. You know, it teaches you, okay, like I'm going to trust and know how to be vulnerable with people, but at the same time, I'm going to keep an open eye and be assertive and, and strategic about this and not be wasteful or not getting myself into something where I'm setting myself up for danger. You know, so betrayal is a very useful catalyst of change is painful. You know, there's pain. There's a lot of betrayals that happen. Betrayals in the environment, betrayals in people, betrayals in our expectations. Any failed expectation is a betrayal. That's a betrayal because there's something that you expected to happen and it didn't happen, meaning you trusted that it would happen and your trust was broken. So betrayal is is a one of the main catalysts and it's there to teach you about forgiveness. And, and assertiveness. So the last one is loss. You have betrayal, burnout, stagnation, and loss. Loss is really interesting because it's really, you know, it's the experience of separation. Loss is the experience of being separate. When you lose someone or something, it is, it's the ultimate experience of the separate nature of our reality. And that's not the only way that reality works, but it's half of the story. You know, there's the Universal consciousness, everything is united, everything is one, that's true. And it's also true that things are separate and moving parts and moving around. And moving separate parts create all of these situations. They create loss, they create betrayal, they create, you know, burnout. That's part of the world we live in, you know. So loss really challenges when we feel separate. It is one of the fundamental, you know, suffering experiences that we go through to feel alone. And when we feel alone, it really challenges our faith, you know, challenges our sense of connection, of being one with the universe, of being provided for, of being taken care of, of having a sense of purpose. You know, so loss is, you could say really that all of these catalysts are in some way a form of loss. You know, like when you burn out, you lose something, like you lose your health, you lose your money, you lose, you know, your energy, your drive, whatever. Uh, you know, when you're stagnant, you, you have regret. So you feel like you've lost time and you've lost, you know, opportunity, whatever. So loss is really this fundamental catalyst of change. And it, what it means is it catalyzes you to change. It, it's a chemical reaction that motivates action forward. And that's what these things are all, there's again, there's a positive side to all of these. You know, there's there's a general rule that rules our, our universe, our world, that's important to know any kind of work that you do. And that's the principle of mutuality. And what does that mean is that if whatever gets pushed on pushes back, whatever gets pulled on pulls away. 
So the universe is this interactive mechanism that runs on duality. So anything, anything to, you know, it says like it takes money to make money. You know, it's a common cliche, but it, that cliche expresses a fundamental rule of the universe, which is the principle of mutuality. You know, anything that you want forward will require something going backward. You know, there's a duality there. So with these catalysts of change, nothing terrible would come into your life unless it had an equally, probably more so, beneficial role to serve. And you got to be able to see that. You can't see it one-sided. And that's very difficult. But if you can see that these catalysts of change have a hidden gem that they're there to offer you, and if you can have faith, it all comes down to faith, not religious faith, but the trust in the universe that it does work on principles and it does work on the principle of mutuality and duality. So that means that it's absolute that if something negative happens, there is something positive to be gained from it. It goes, they're like two, if you get a hand, you get both sides. You don't get one side, but we usually look at one side. You know, we look at the loss part and say, oh, this is the loss. But you don't see the fact that the loss is one side and the other side of the, the back of the hand is the gain. You just got to flip the hand and see what the gain is. And again, it's easier said than done. But the key is to recognize that these are, this is it. These are the four main ways that come into our life. And then most of them, you know, I said one of them will, will be for sure one that you will experience more than the others. For me, it was a lot of betrayal and burnout because of my own personality. Like I said, I'm more forward, I'm more initiative. I, I tend to to go, you know, type A, that kind of thing. So I will tend to overcommit, tend to take too much action. So that that results in betrayal and burnout. But I've experienced all these. I've experienced loss. I've experienced stagnation. You know, the other a couple, like a month ago, I almost lost my entire freaking laptop, man. It almost crashed. You know, I was doing something on it and and I I changed the setting and boot and whatever and it really scared the crud out of me because I had my book on there I had my stuff and so now I have a backup mechanism but man talk about really challenging my patience and my faith that day I mean that was like major major challenge but I was surprised because for as difficult of a challenge as it was especially having to drive through traffic and get my computer fixed it took like 2 days I was able to handle it a little better than let's say maybe three, four or five years ago. So that was a big plus is to be able to see, okay, another catalyst of change came into my life to test me, to, to test my faith, to test my, uh, you know, my sense of purpose, my sense of direction, my patience, my emotional control, and I handled it better. So, you know, you're always improving. And as long as you're aware of these catalysts, when you're faced with them, the way to dance your way through life, right? to dance your way through these situations is to see that other side, to see the golden gem that's there available for you. And if you can do that, when you're in the in the catalyst, then it will catalyze it. It will make it much faster and more productive. And you'll be able to reap the rewards of that situation. Again, be resourceful with your failures, with the situations that come in your life. Be resourceful and see what can you learn. At the very least, what can I learn from this? You know, and, and that attitude will really help you moving forward through all of the significant changes that are bound to come into your life to help teach you about the opposite, about the things that you need to let go, the things that you need to embrace, you know, and so on. So hope this episode's been useful for you. Thank you so much for listening. 
pay attention to the catalysts of change in your life and let me know, you know, shoot me an email about what's going through your life. I'm really curious to learn if, if this episode has touched you. Uh, this is a big part of my book that I'm going to be writing about, especially in the future. Other books as well. Let me know. I'm curious. You know, this is my idea about how life works. So if this is something that resonates with you, let me know. Tell me your story. What what catalyst did you experience? And, you know, what what did you do to get through it? Or if you haven't gotten through it, what can I do to help you out? I'd be glad to chat. So let me know. I'm glad to hear from you. And I'm happy to share these things with you. Very grateful for your listening and for your continued support. Have an awesome weekend. Awesome Friday. We'll see you next week and have a a great rest of your day. You're listening to the Dance of Life podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. Join me weekly as I discuss my most meaningful life lessons and strategies on entrepreneurship, transformation, gratitude, and how to dance your way through life. For the latest content and bonus material, make sure you get subscribed using your favorite listening platform. And if you like today's episode or want to contribute to a future episode, share your ideas and keep the conversation going at danceoflife.com. And remember, life is short, so you might as well learn to dance your way through it. Until next time, I'm Tudor Alexander, and this is The Dance of Life. <laughs>